Welcome to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. Sweaty, it's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise. And now, worms are eating your eyes. eyes. So don't you worry your rotting head as you sleep in your sodden bed. It's time to respect the dead. Such a fucking bop. I know, it is a bop. Thanks. Welcome back to Respect the Dead. I'm Kaylin Conrad. I'm Ailey Mandy. And I'm Hoots. And today we are talking about a twink. Ooh. She's on brand. <laughs> so we are talking about Lord Alfred Bruce Douglas. Ooh. Born October 22nd, 1870. She was a Libra. Ooh. <laughs> His mom called him Boise. Like, uh, or like Bozy, uh, like a combination uh, in between. It's like a, a derivative of like boy. It's just like a cute little oh. nickname for okay. him. Well, Which is good because Lord Alfred Bruce Douglas is an ugly fucking name. <laughs> he was born at Ham Hill House. <laughs> he was born at Ham. Worcester? <laughs> he was born at Ham. Worcester? Worcester? Worcestershire. How am I saying this? Worcester. Excuse Worcester. me? Yeah, it's pronounced Worcester. <laughs> Not in my house, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in this house, we don't respect the English. <laughs> no. Okay. That's um, about being um, on podcast, Respect the English, the podcast where we don't. Editing, Kaylin, this is kind of triggering me. Can you please, like, bleep the word English? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> For the rest of the episode, I will bleep it anytime anyone says. Mm -hmm. um, so he was the third son of John Douglas, the ninth Marquess of Queensbury, <laughs> and his first wife, Sybil Montgomery. I'm like, every single one of these people. I, already, <laughs> if you hadn't told me that this is about a twink, I, I'm already there. Like, it's, this is the twink. <laughs> This is the twinkiest backstory. Every word you just said was like surrounded. Oh my God. Like I, I'm imagining tool and sequins. Oh, it gets gayer than you ever could possibly imagine. Ruffles. So many fucking ruffles. I cannot even find that pussy for Layers all the ruffles. ruffles. Oh no. Ruffle hiding pussy. I'm forever calling those those little bus wrinkles bussy ruffles. <laughs> bus wrinkle. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. What was his name? It was like Lord Lord Alfred Douglas. Lord um, Alfred Bruce for... Douglas. He was a cutie pie. Yeah. He could he's not CW cutie pie, but he's like Netflix oh. original about a quirky gay cutie pie. He is very yeah. cute. Yeah. He is he, very cute. Yeah. He is cute. Ooh, 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 ooh. He has a like he some of these pictures he has kind of a almost like a baby face. Yes. Yeah, he, he, was he was like a, a sad boy. One. He looks like a sad, look at, cute boy. <laughs> look at this one right here. Yes. Oh, yes. Fucking iconic. <laughs> oh, the hat. Like, absolutely. Printing his picture out and putting it on my fucking wall. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm into him. 
now that we're done, like oh. thirsting over this twink skeleton. Oh, uh, oh well, I'm, I mean, it's we're not done. It's covered up like but... half his face. Oh, so. <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, so he was educated at Wixon Ford School at Winchester College and Magdalen College in Oxford, uh, which he left without getting a degree, mm. which is kind of a thing for him. He's a bit of like a well, a failure and a nomad and Relatable. really just <laughs> really just not good at doing anything that his father would have wanted him to do. So there was Relatable. this like con- <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, so he was, he was, he was a, good at failing. <laughs> yes. I mean, he was he excelled at failure. Yeah. At disappointing his daddy. <laughs> oh, uh, disappointing our daddies. Hesketh Pearson who met Douglas during his or I'm going to call him Boise, who met Boise during uh, his old age, described him as too much absorbed in himself to be conscious of the existence of others, except in reference to his own immediate feeling. Relatable. (laughs) Like, honestly, (laughs) this entire thing is just like, he was a main character. Oh, he had main character syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, he had MCS and he had a terminal case of it. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> Pearson also referred to Boise's fondness for writing letters to the press, calling this a well-known form of dementia, <laughs> frequently indulged in by people who feel that they are not getting enough attention. <laughs> I oh would like God. to speak to the editor of your paper, please. <laughs> you are not making me not like him right now. <laughs> I mean... He's one of those I, ones where I'm like, I, I know that he's a bad person, but he's the same kind of bad person that I am. <laughs> so it makes it kind of okay. What was he writing to the newspaper? <laughs> okay, so we'll get to that. He wrote a lot. Okay. <laughs> do, do we all know what the buggery act was? Um, anti-sodomy laws? Like anti-sodomy, yeah. Yeah. So it was basically like any unnatural sexual act against the will of God and man. Mm. So sodomy. It was later defined to be like anal and bestial. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're... but like, what if it's God will that I, God's will that I get a fucking pearl necklace? <laughs> um, well, I think you would need to be able to prove that in court. Your Honor, the Lord told me to fuck that that ass, and I just have to. I mean, God created it, right? You look at my ass and tell me God didn't create that for, <laughs> for fucking. You look at this piece of art, and you tell me. You're not you supposed look to get these wrinkles. <laughs> Mom and Dad, turn this episode off. <laughs> <laughs> Mama and Papa Hoots. <laughs> I just forgot about them. They're listening right now, like nodding along <laughs> with their glasses of wine. We love them. We love them. They're like the unofficial mascots of this podcast. Just like sitting at the table silently, cutting cutting their meat as they listen to <laughs> their daughter and their daughter's two gay <laughs> friends talk about bus wrinkles. <laughs> you hear the, cl- oh, no. the clinking of the glass. <laughs> the scraping again, of the night like- against the plate. <laughs> <laughs> every single episode we find some unique way to say bussy <laughs> we should have a contest where we have like all our, our listeners find all the bussies at like the exact time codes <laughs> it spells out a message it's just bussy <laughs> but the thing about the buggery act is that if you don't um complete 
It's not actually buggery. <laughs> oh my god, it didn't count if I didn't come! Oh my god! That is... <laughs> It did not count if I didn't come. It did not count if I didn't come. I love this so much. All of these homos on SSRIs are like, girl, I think we're going to be okay. We're going to make it through this. Okay, so the Buggery Act uh, remained in force until it was repealed and then replaced by the Offenses Against the Person Act. That's quite a title. Yeah. Mm. It's Okay, so buggery still remained a capital offense, but... <gasps> They weren't prosecuting people for it. So they Wait, were prosecuting capital, people. Like, they could kill people for it? Oh, they'll kill you. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, sweetie, uh, like, the thing about the gays is <laughs> you could literally kill us and we will still go for that goddamn bus. Like, nothing is going to stop us. <laughs> you're, like, <that's- laughs> you're telling me I'll die if I fuck that ass? <laughs> Gotta roll the dice. (laughs) It brings new meaning to that ass that just won't quit. (laughs) Look, I know this could literally kill me, but I am not giving that up. No, under penalty of death, Mm -hmm. we get it in. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, honestly, people think that they can, like, legislate queers out of existence, like, through, nope. like, shitty little laws, or, like, the don't say gay bill. And I'm like, sweaty. Like, we, <laughs> the things that we have lived through, you will not right. stop yeah. us. We, all the gays that are left are just, like, cockroach motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I stole that from uh, Anthony Oliveira. I love it. When it was decided that they weren't allowed to kill you for that anymore... They decided that the way to uh, make sure that, you know, the gays still weren't like around doing gay stuff was penal servitude for life or uh, any term not less than 10 years. So, Jesus, um, like hard labor, like, like, like for 10 plus years labor, 10, 10 to life. Jesus Christ. But the thing is, just wanting to get that that dick in. Okay, but it wasn't even for actual buggery because the Offenses Against the Person Act also made a man flirting with a man a violation of the act. So you could just like go up to a guy and be like, you look really handsome today and then be in a work camp for the rest of your life. And I'm sorry, like even like straight guys who are just very comfortable with their sexuality will flirt with their bros. Like, come on. Yeah. I I don't know if that was, I don't know if they did the like whole you're hot, no homo in like the 1860s. (laughs) Oh, they had a version of it though. They had a version. They'd be like, oh, I like your lace today. No homo. (laughs) No buggery. No buggery. No buggery. I didn't finish. No buggery. No buggery. But I. No buggery. I am going to write you a twenty-page uh, epic poem about uh, what a beautiful, uh, strong man you are. But no buggery. Oh, that happens. But no um, buggery. So it was called. It was actually called conspiracy to commit buggery. <laughs> if, you were, if you were a homo flirting with a dude. Conspiracy <laughs> to commit buggery. It's good. They make it sound so tin hatty when they put it like that. BRB. I am changing the name of our group chat to that right fucking now. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> That's the world that this story takes place in, that Boise grew up in, that he lived in when he began to stan Oscar Wilde and write oh, about him for no. his school paper. Okay. Oh, wild. He was 
obsessed. He mm. was a stan, aspirational stanning. He wanted mm. to be like him. Yeah. And when in 1891, Boise's cousin Lionel introduced him to Oscar Wilde, even though Wilde was married with two kids, they did start a bugger in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Oscar Wilde for a bugger. Yeah. It, like yeah. out of everyone. And it was yeah. like not a good relationship and was pretty abusive. Um, Boise was younger than Oscar. Yeah. But Boise was the little abusive, little like a brat, a twink, a demon, like spoiled, no. insolent, extra as fuck and reckless and would like destroy this man's life. Like how much, ruin how much his entire life. Do you know how much younger he was than? So 16 years older than him. Okay. Pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah. And while the age difference was not chill, it sort of seemed like like he was being pursued by Boise, which like as yeah. Oscar, your response should be no. Yeah. Like <laughs> no like insolent child. I will not start yeah, a relationship yeah. with you just because exactly. you're like a smoking hot twink. Like yeah. like and and he's married and has children and they are not they do not have a, an agreement. So <laughs> yeah. Boise wanted to be like part of the big boys. He was he was seeing wild success and was jealous, obviously. Like he wanted to ride his coattails and like use him to prop up his own writing career. So he convinced Wilde to let him do translations for him. Except like he offered to translate French and he didn't like speak it. but he was so entitled he was like daddy you're gonna let me do it daddy i listened to that moulin rouge song a few times i think i have this down (laughs) i know how to say one thing in french i'm imagining you remember there was some story a few years ago where there was some like big uh, political speech that was being given and the person who was doing the sign language apparently was just like a random person who just <laughs> wandered onto the stage and was like I'm a translator and then it turned out was not a translator because a bunch of people who are deaf and hard of hearing like message in to be like that is gibberish. He is not saying anything. <laughs> like it was this big oh story. Oh my god! And when you watch the video, you're like, "Yeah, he's clearly just doing this." <laughs> like, oh my he's god! Not you doing know what? anything real? <laughs> I respect the grind set. You know, like I respect. Yeah, I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go get the job that I want to have. I'm using yeah. the power they, of attraction, the law of attraction, to like, I, like, yeah. I will, I will inhabit the body of someone who knows how to speak French, and then the speaking French will come. I'll pick it up along the way. I'm yeah. not going to let the fact that I don't know how to do the job from stopping me from doing the job. <laughs> they tell you to just like uh, apply and you'll figure it out. They're like, anything you can't figure out, you'll Google. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. You'll get through it. Fake it till you okay. make it. Literally. <laughs> His translations were so bad that Wild, the publishers, and even the illustrator was like, what the literal fuck? This is nonsense. Like, occasionally he would translate it to say the opposite of what Wilde was saying. Um, I don't really speak French, but it was like, oh, non, toi, regardez, 
kids all miroir, which means one should only look in mirrors. But he would translate it into one must not look in mirrors. <laughs> 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 <Which> <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> don't look. <laughs> so completely inaccurate in everything that he did and so confident about it. And like, obviously so hot when he was doing it. So like, you can kind mm. of understand why you would be like, Okay, well, maybe you should do this anymore, but I love you and thank you for trying. Oh my God, uh, a little cutie which, speaking bad, broken, broken French. You're like, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Voulez-vous make my. Yeah, and he's like, well, you wanted to help too. He wanted to get involved in my work. He takes an interest in my passions. Like, that's cute, right? It's literally Kevin Klein and a fish called Wanda. Like, yes, exactly. Uh, I have not seen this, but should I? Oh, oh my God. Kaylin, you would love it's it. It's so, so good. funny. It's amazing. Okay, don't There's tell me anything, thing. then I'll okay, watch it. It's so well, good. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Editing Kaylin here. Um, I did not watch this, and I don't think I ever will. Why? Because I already don't remember what we were talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Wilde obviously had to correct him on this because uh, it was not going to be published that way, and he did not want him <laughs> to open the book and see that. Hey, this is a. These are my translations. <laughs> um, but he was so mad and was like, "Well, actually." The reason why I translated it that way is because that's what it should say. Like, have you ever thought that maybe when you wrote it, you wrote it wrong? I love him. Did you ever think about that? I love him. I love him. I love him. The problem isn't with my translation. My problem is the source material. I I love this stupid, petty, beautiful man. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Listen, uh, listen, listen, daddy. This is how it should be. <laughs> this bratty little fucking twin. Oh my god. Oh, I love him. Um and he then broke up with Wild. One of many, many breakups that <laughs> wow. they would have because oh he needed god. to punish him for not adoring him in the way that he thought he deserved. <laughs> He's, oh my god. You don't appreciate the gift that I am, and I will come back when you do. <laughs> if you can handle me at my regard day, then you don't deserve me at my not my looking buggery. in mirrors. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so Wilde obviously had to redo all the translations, but decided to give him a dedication on the title page, to which Boise then bragged, a tribute of admiration from an artist was better than a credit as a translator, which really is just a receipt from a tradesman. <laughs> like being credited as translator is just really just me showing that I'm like a dirty laborer, but a credit, like a dedication from an artist is admiration. Okay. I didn't really want that translation job anyway. <laughs> I love it. He reminds me of a character from like a reality TV show <laughs> just being like, actually. I mean, I could see him being like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to a thousand percent. I'm not I'm not here to be a tradesman who does translations. Like, 
Instead, a famous artist. I'm here to be amused. I'm a muse, yes. I'm a muse, not like a fucking scribe. Um, Even though his entire career, like writing, was what he wanted to do. Are you paying me to be smart? Are you paying me to be pretty? (laughs) (laughs) He would stay at Wilde's house with the wife and kids, (laughs) which she did not love. She did not love. <laughs> Bet not. Just to, just to point that out. Um, but one time while he was staying there uh, with the wife and kids in Brighton, uh, Boise got the flu and was very, very ill. And I mean, the flu back then was a little scarier than it yeah. is now. But yeah. people still die of a fucking flu. Yeah, today. So Wild nursed him back to health. Very, very cute, very attentive. Mm-hmm. But then Wild got the flu from Boise. Mm-hmm. And Boise was like, lol, fuck you, bye, Krusty. Went to go stay at the luxurious Grand Hotel. Oh, I'm going to leave some chicken noodle soup outside of your room. It's not actually chicken noodle soup. It's just the ingredients so you can make it yourself. But good luck with that. Bye. Like whips a packet of Lipton's across the room. <laughs> yeah. Just throws like a live chicken in the room. Like, here you go. This makes you better. I was so, like, I, I totally would love to stay here and help nurse you back to health. But like Charles and George and I had already booked this holiday at the Grand like four months ago and I like I can't tell them no again I just can't do it so like um write me a letter let me know how you're doing every day let me know how you're doing every day I want to know I want to know I might not answer I might not answer because like I'll be busy but like please write me oh I'll read every word I'll read every word so the things that you two both just said were very rude and way nicer <laughs> than what he actually said, which was, I'll come back when you're better. <laughs> because when you're sick, you're boring. You're boring? You're Is boring you when said? you're sick. <laughs> this little, this little, little fucking blonde <laughs> prick. <laughs> this little, this little prick. What a little oh. shit. Oh my God. I love it. Don't you just want to knock his pretty little teeth out? He stayed there for months. He stayed there for months. And Wild heard from him on Wild's 40th birthday. Uh, Boise finally sent him a letter, which was a letter informing him that attached was the invoice for the hotel that Wild would need to pay. Stop it! Stop it! Oh my god! This bitch! The audacity! The Okay, I want a fucking biopic about this guy. I need to see this. I need to see this montage. Uh, like, oh my god! I, I am like, I am so in two minds. On what? <laughs> like, there's like half of my brain that like wants to fucking strangle this little rat, and there's the other half of my brain that is like, yes, bitch, get the bag. <laughs> Yes, he's yes, boring when he's sick. Yeah, get the invoice. Like, 
I don't know why I said invoice. It was an invoice that it had been paid because he said charge Oscar Wilde. So it, oh, like, it, it, it wasn't just like you need to pay this. It's like, Daddy, you it paid this. It was a receipt. It was a receipt. He's like, here you go, honey, for your taxes. I know you want to keep track of this. You you told me you told me to keep receipts of all the the, the expenditures on your credit card. So here you go. <laughs> I really hope for Oscar Wilde's sake that that bussy was real good. I hope it was very oh, tight. You know, you know, just by looking at that photo, it was popping. <laughs> I was just thinking that the sex, I bet the sex was incredible. Oh, absolutely. Two oppressed and repressed writers. Like, yeah. you know, that shit yeah. was wild. Yeah. Just like that, that, that guy could probably like suck the peel off an orange. Like I bet he was great. Oh, one hundred percent. He was he was the glug glug queen. Yeah, well, like, he'd glug, be like, glug, oh, queen. you mad at me, daddy? And then just oh, she will pull Wild's little brain. <laughs> yeah. The thing about him is that he was so like petulant and confident, but that like that kind of personality always leads to like extreme recklessness. Like he was just, he just always thought that he was smarter than everyone else. And that he was like above it all. Like they were going to get away with this. Like every, all of this was illegal. Like them sending Mm. letters to each other, every letter that he sent, like, thanks for paying the bills, Adi is (laughs) like an admission of guilt, which can, like end you with life in prison. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. and if Oscar you're a Wilde bugger, did spend a lot of time in prison because of Boise. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's why. Yes. Oh, shit. yes. Okay. Oh my so god. Boise shit. would do things like donate his old clothes to male sex workers. That part's cool. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. But failing to remove letters to him from Oscar Wilde declaring his love for him and talking about his pink pink hole or whatever this (laughs) fucking bimbo this little fucking bimbo this dumb bitch head empty no thoughts oh I'm sorry daddy I left the letter that me declaring my love to you in the this pocket of a jacket I gave to a sex worker Wilde was blackmailed Using these letters by the sex Jeez. workers multiple times. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, if I was a male sex worker in the 1800s and I found a letter from Oscar Wilde to oh, some, I like, would. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I would 100% like, yeah. be like, do you want this? Because I would like yeah. some money, please. I would like an apartment, please. Get that green, please. Yeah, totally. All of this, because he was so, um, like, flagrant, because he was like, he was flaunting it. He was walking around asking for it, being like super gay all the time. His father, Boise's father, the Marquess of Queensbury, suspected <laughs> that what was going on was more than a friendship, obviously. Mm. So he sent his was son a letter. The, was it the letter about his pink, pink bussy? That, like, <laughs> it may, it may have been. It may have been about his pink, pink hole. Um, <laughs> so he sent his son a letter being like, number one, I found out you left Oxford, failed without a degree and are not working, even though you promised me that this time it would be different and you would graduate. (laughs) So 
he threatened to disown him and stop all money or money supplies is what he said. <gasps> oh, no, which is no, he needs quaint. his money. He needs his money. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfred responded, Alfred. Oh, my God. I can't believe he just called him Alfred. That was very personal. Boise responded with a telegram, rudely saying, what a funny little man you are. <laughs> Got Do it. I dare you. You won't. I'm going to cut you off. I'm like, oh, what a funny little man you are. Oh, you're so going to cut me off. You're going to cut me off. You're going to take away my money. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Money. Do it, Dad. I don't care. <laughs> So to let her what back. are you gonna do? Take away my inheritance? <laughs> and I oop. little shit. Daddy sent a letter back, uh, being like, "I will literally beat you." Is what I'm gonna do about it. <laughs> I will thrash you. I will get a. I will get a stick, and I will beat you. Is what the fuck oh I will God. do about this, you little shit? And his father was like, "And also, you're crazy." Everything you're doing is insane. Your entire life is wrong. And I will make a public scandal in a way you little dream of if you stay with <gasps> oh. Like he got like full on like, I'm going to ruin your goddamn life. Um, Damn. He was known for a short temper and uh, for beating people with a horse whip. So he would have okay. done it. Yeah. He would have done it. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Boise replied with a postcard, not a letter, a postcard stating, I detest you. And making it clear that if a fight would ever take place between Wilde and his dad, he would defend Wilde with a loaded revolver. Okay. So he basically said, try it. Yeah. I hate you. I hate you, daddy, and I'll blow your fucking brains out. If you mess with me and my boyfriend, I'm going to kill you. I will kill you so dead. He sent his daddy a cute little postcard that said, fuck around and find out. Yeah. I love that it was a postcard, too. It's not a postcard. Because that means everyone that's passing this postcard is just like, oh, okay. It's not an envelope or anything. It's just like, I will blow your brains out like Oscar Wilde blows my fucking back out, daddy. Like, we are going to do You want to do that they're like passing it to each other and horses being like this is a wild one <laughs> or however they used to pass mail back then <laughs> meanwhile oscar wilde is like please stop stop, stop it stop it your dad's stop insane <laughs> please i have a but wife it, and no. children don't get me killed <laughs> i know right look we could just <laughs> fuck it have it not be weird dude we could just fuck it, have it be fine <laughs> like why are you sending this as a postcard <laughs> Why does it say wish you were here on the front of it? <laughs> why, is there, why is it signed sincerely love and wild dick? So, okay. I know that I'm, I'm going in with these letters, but I just love them no, it's so fine. much. It's it. so, and both of them are just the pettiest queens. The countess yes. or whatever the fuck his name is. The dukess. The, the dukess. <laughs> the queen tess. What was it? I can't remember his title. The marquess. The marquess. Thank you. Marquise. The dukess. The queen tess. Not marquess. Marquise. Marquise. Um, oh, well, somebody's been saying that wrong this episode. Queensberry <laughs> or- wrote back and said, you miserable creature. I'm divorcing <laughs> your mother so as not to run the risk of bringing more creatures into the world like yourself. And then said that when okay. Boise was a baby, I cried over you the bitterest tears a man ever shed that I had brought such a creature into the world and unwittingly committed such a crime. You must be demented. <laughs> okay. First of all, demented is one of my favorite words. Uh, but second, like, 
Wait, sorry. I'm so mad at you that I'm going to divorce your mom over <laughs> <laughs> Because... It's because they didn't have birth control. (laughs) You're blaming my womb on this? Excuse me. You're projecting. (laughs) He was a mama's boy and he was her favorite child. (laughs) Like, you know, when he came home, he was like, mommy, you look so beautiful today. Mommy, I missed you so much. And she was probably like pinching his little cheeks and being like, oh, that's so good. She bankrolled him until his death. Well, until her You don't hang out with that Oscar Wilde while he's sick because, you know, he's boring. (laughs) Mommy was like, yes, bitch, you're iconic. I love you. You're so funny. Yeah, she was an ally. (laughs) Yeah, totally. She was an ally. She watched RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) (laughs) She could name name several of the queens and and which season of All Stars Mm -hmm. they showed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They stayed up late talking (laughs) about the episode. Okay, so you know how, like, gays gay is hereditary it's genetic the the more children you have the gayer they get um even <laughs> yeah even sounds no, right i think this is science probably uh, don't look it up anyone though <laughs> <laughs> don't okay. fact so, check me douglas is douglas i keep calling him random names i put so many different names in this in this thing uh boise's eldest brother francis viscount Drumline ring <laughs> uh, died in a very suspicious hunting accident in October 1894. Ooh. But rumors started circulating that he had been having a homosexual relationship with the Prime Minister Lord Rosebery. And given his name, I would say that that's true. Uh-oh. His eldest brother died by suicide, which now, mm-hmm. the Marquise of Queensbury was like, okay, I'm running out of gay sons here, so maybe threatening to kill them <laughs> is not the best way to go about this. So he set his sights instead on uh, the persecution of Wilde, trying to deflect anything from Boise oh, and being like, this man uh, is taking advantage of my innocent child. And in theory, he kind of has a case because Wilde was older. So you could say like, oh, this older man is coming in. And he was like, being like absolutely fucking abused oppress- by Oppressing the gay agenda. Like Boise sought uh, him out and yeah. then abused the fuck out of him. And I know that Wilde should have said yeah, no. Yeah. Like when this young man came but, to him. Yeah. But like also like at this point, period in time like he was like in he he was in his 20s <laughs> yeah. like it, he wasn't like a, a teenager yeah. right like he was an adult yeah. man and least, like the power but, imbalance yeah. Yeah, no, there wasn't the same as like a like an adult man and like a doting um young woman because boise wasn't like trying to impress him no like, obviously boise he wasn't felt like the impressive <laughs> one like <laughs> he thought like he thought he deserved to be with someone like wild because he was just as like talented and impressive as him. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a really weird. Right. It dynamic. was about the acclaim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's more about like, Oh, this is like a good accessory to how good I look. Like it, it has that vibe of it. Yeah. yeah. And like wild at this time was being openly flamboyant. Like he was not mm-hmm. trying to hide it because there was this thing where like, 
at some point you start to feel safe. Mm -hmm. You walk down the street enough times with your Boise and nobody says anything and you start to feel like a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. But that just gave the Marquise like so much more ammunition because everybody had seen them together. Everybody had seen them like having like wine picnic dates. Like they were clearly... If I guess, like, <laughs> like, not to slur the dead, mm-hmm. but like everybody knew exactly what they were. So mm-hmm. he wrote like a final letter to him as like a warning, Alfred. Your intimacy with this man, wild. It must either cease or I will disown you and stop all money supplies. I'm not going to try and analyze this intimacy and I make no charge, but to my mind, to pose as a thing is as bad as to be it. So what he's saying here is, I'm not saying you're gay, because you could probably sue me for libel, Mm -hmm. but I am saying that even if you're acting like you're gay, it's just as bad because you are presenting yourself that way. Yeah. With my own eyes, I saw you both in the most loathsome and disgusting relationship as expressed by your manner and expression. Never in my experience have I ever seen such a sight as that in your horrible features. No wonder people are talking as they are. Also, I now hear on good authority, but this may be false, that his wife is petitioning to divorce him for sodomy and other crimes. Is this true or do you not know of it? If I thought the actual thing was true and it became public property, I should be quite justified in shooting him at sight. These Christian cowards and men, as they call themselves, want waking up. Your disgusted so-called father, Queensbury. So-called father. Wow. <laughs> Devastating. The the homophobia jumped out. Like he is like clearly a homophobic piece of shit yeah. in like every yeah. possible oh, way. Oh, a yeah. Thousand but, like, percent. I support thousand him percent. being like, you disgust me. <laughs> you're you're a bad little boy. And I don't like the way you act. Uh, but not for being gay. Like for being a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> a little twink prick. So daddy came to the opening night of the importance of being earnest. Oh. With a bunch of vegetables to whip at wild. Ah! But they. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. He showed up with a basket of tomatoes or tomatoes or whatever they have in England. But he got cop locked oh. like right out of the theater. Like they knew he was like at the door. They were like, oh no, we know you baby. Like you are not getting in here with your basket of vegetables. <laughs> You're not coming here. <laughs> it says like yeah. do not enter it's like, a picture of him with his like wig and his but it's like a painting <laughs> it's like an old style painting do not enter and on the other side it's like no outside foods <laughs> yeah it's literally like oh yeah we don't allow any outside produce in the building <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. it's like a tomato with a big exit through it <laughs> he was not dissuaded he came back uh, a couple days later to wilds club with a little card that said for Oscar Wilde, poser sodomite. Oh no, sorry, pose poser <laughs> somdomite because there was a smelling hair. Somdomite. Somdomite. So embarrassing. I hate I hate when I'm trying to dunk on somebody and then I have a fucking typo in my tweet. It makes me so mad. There's no edit button. There's no no edit button. (laughs) That shit's forever. Boise convinced Oscar after getting that card calling him a somdomite 
to sue his father for libel. (laughs) So I assume most people know, but the thing about suing somebody for a libel is it can't be true if you want to win. (laughs) (laughs) Like the thing about... You were saying exactly what I was thinking. The thing about libel is (laughs) it's a lie. She put the lie in libel. (laughs) And the thing is, is that by bringing someone to court over... Uh, an accusation of libel because you called somebody a somdomite, you have to be able to prove that that's not true. And if you can't, you've now proven in a court of law that you yeah, uh... committed a, an offense that can put you away for life. <laughs> so in trying to be like, no, you're not a dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, incriminated himself but further. Wilde didn't want to do this. Boise like pushed him into it no, and was like, you not. need to defend my honor. And the way that the laws worked at the time is if you tried to sue somebody for libel and probably for other things as well. I didn't look into that. Um, but if you try and sue somebody and it's uh, shown that it's uh, like a, a waste of the court's times, so you have to both pay the court and the other person's fees. So like all attorney fees. Yeah. So this one case bankrupted Wild. Agreeing to do this, bankrupted him. And then they opened, like the the prosecutor opened up a case against Wild, who had now um, incriminated himself. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Wild now gets prosecuted for gross indecency. Mm -hmm. But Wild, being like a romantic decides that he's going to, in his case, defend homosexuality. He's not going to lie and say that he didn't do it because he loves Boise. He loves him so much. Oh, no. And that's... Baby, no. Oscar. It can't be that good, Uh, honey. (laughs) Okay, we can cut this out. But remember my ex from those voice notes earlier? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is that good. (laughs) I'm not cutting that out. Call me. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Oscar. I know. This baby. This poor baby. Not this this shitty little beautiful man who treated you like garbage the entire time you were together. Literally garbage. Yeah. So, Wild in court is making the case, making a moral, ethical case for homosexuality to be legal. Um... And this is where the phrase, the love that dare not speak its name was popularized. Mm. But that's actually written by Boise. That is a line that Boise came up with. Oh, okay. But is attributed usually to Oscar Wilde because him saying that in court is what put it into like the the public sphere. The zeitgeist. Yeah, because he was quoting Mm -hmm. Boise. Which like in itself is like super fucking romantic. Yeah. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And if Boise was also on trial... And standing beside his Mian, this would be actually romantic instead of just super fucking depressing. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. For yeah. wild. Oscar is found guilty mm-hmm. and is sentenced to two years hard labor. In Reading Jail, right? And it destroys his body, his mind, his like joyful spirit, his mm-hmm. like whimsy for life, like uh, like becoming like a, a labor slave 
who has no Mm -hmm. bodily autonomy and no freedom and the people there know what he was sentenced for yeah Yeah. so the treatment you receive is like a special kind of hell Mm -hmm. for the somdomite in prison (laughs) who defended Mm -hmm. himself and like it's not even like you can just he could have been like oh no i didn't Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't really do it it was a lie like he's oscar fucking wild like he's a dandy Mm -hmm. like there's no there's no getting away from that for him um and then when he came out boise was like we should be together and oscar was like absolutely like we are gonna live together Mm. oh god (sighs) baby we're gonna be together we're like things are gonna be good Uh, but once again so painful boise abandons him (sighs) of course he does you ever have that friend who has the ex they keep getting back together Mm -hmm. with you every time you're just like no honey remember the last Mm -hmm. time when he threw your clothes out on the lawn and they're like yeah but he's really changed Mm -hmm. this is how i feel about oscar wilde right now (laughs) like oh baby yeah yeah, that's an abusive relationship. Yeah. Well, I, I is okay. So I, I, I this I'm showing my um, ignorance here. But is Oscar Wilde somebody who didn't really become famous until like long after he died? He was famous. He's obviously more famous later, but he he did get a lot of credit and acclaim. Yeah, because there's people like you know like who is it like yeah 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 like Picasso I think is one of those that didn't get famous until after he died and things like that. So yeah. I'm going to drop this in the chat. There's like a very famous painting of him um, surrounded by people at the Royal Academy. Um, And uh, it's, he was just like, he was like a very famous fashionable person. And like, women loved him as well. Not like as they were like in that they were like sexually attracted to him, but like there were a lot of like early like beards who were like, I fucking love this Mm -hmm. guy. He was like a high society person. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Thank you. I wanna... So like that's like the focus of this painting is like yeah. him being like surrounded by people. Yeah. Like we learned like probably about this much about Oscar Wilde in school anyway. And we definitely didn't cover the fact that he was gay because we can't talk about that in school, obviously. So like I never learned any about this about Oscar Wilde, about yeah. who he was as a person until like way after anyway. And then my knowledge is still very limited. So I was I wasn't sure if that was um, part of it too so that I, photo i just sent was the two of them together and there's one at the top of the page oh let me see oh, oh. yeah he is uh, yeah. he is beautiful like i get it yeah he is i get it um i can definitely see that beautiful man ruining somebody else's yeah. life he's yeah. like ruined mine a little I, doing like, this research like, <laughs> yeah yeah um if anybody wants to do any like extra homework, uh, Oscar Wilde wrote a really beautiful poem about his time in Reading Jail called "The Ballad of Reading Jail." I, I actually ordered is, uh, very dark and sad. I ordered like one of those like collective works books after uh, or reading after doing the research for this because I was like, mm-hmm. "What a fucking gay icon, Oscar, not Boise." And I'm like, yeah. I should probably read something other than Rilke in my entire life yeah. instead of just owning like ten Rilke books that are all just like different translations of the same German poems. <laughs> like, maybe branch out a little. <laughs> no, he's an icon for a reason. Like, Oh, yeah. And I didn't yeah, realize he was kind of sure. hot to himself, too, until doing this research. So now I'm much more interested mm. in his, his art. <laughs> <laughs> it helps when they're pretty. It, I'm sorry, but it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, like, they don't even need to be Big, conventionally like, attractive. Benedict Cumberbatch just, vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. For sure. That weird kind of hot. Actually, this is upsetting, mm-hmm. but he kind of looks like Marilyn Manson. Oh, now I see it. 
He also kind of looks like he overlines, uh, no. but I'm guessing he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not him doing like makeup tutorials on YouTube. I mean, like, yeah, you need to get the same color as your nipple for the outside line. <laughs> so they broke up, obviously, because mm-hmm. Boise abandoned Good. him. And it happened a few more times. And every single time, Oscar became more like disillusioned and like bitter. Yeah. And like after being in prison, their relationship went like Oscar went from feeling like bittersweet to like like resentful love. Like if you look at the way that mm-hmm. their relationship yeah. is portrayed mm-hmm. after, it's very um he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he loves him, but his heart's broken, even though they're still together, but like he can't yeah he can't picture not being with him. <sighs> so he continues to Maybe. be with him whenever he gets the chance. And that happened until Wild died. Mm-hmm. And Boise Moves on. He marries a bisexual woman named Olive Custance? Custance. Custance. Who was in a queer relationship throughout their marriage. She was a beard, but mm-hmm. so the fuck was he. Mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. She got to stay with a woman, and I believe the woman lived with her. So, like, she had a good fucking oh, deal. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, and uh, well, I'm guessing he mostly left her alone. So I love that for her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, he was probably like, bye, I'm going to go ruin another man's life. And then you'd just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Literally make the world a more terrible place to be in. Um, but I'll see you after dinner. <laughs> and she's just like making out with her girlfriend on the couch. Just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. See you later, bestie. <laughs> see you like, later, bestie. Like... That's what you do every day. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't care. Shortly after that, he converts to Catholicism. Okay. And immediately becomes a super public homophobic. Yes, he does. I knew no. it. He's a Miles Yanakovich. Yanopolis. In Monopolis, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But you know who I meant. <laughs> and not only anti gay, but anti Oscar. Like, now that Oscar's mm. dead, and I know this is rich coming from us, yeah. but he threw him under the fucking bus. Like, he took that corpse and he whipped it under those wheels. Like, to anyone yeah. who would listen. And I, I think a lot of it was, uh, like, an attempt to distance himself. Um, and they're very public yeah. Yeah. relationship. I'm like, a good reformed me gay. Like, me yeah. thinks the twink <laughs> doth protest too much. A thousand percent, yeah. What a little jackass. What's, what's your... Your quote about the t-shirt hoots. Well, uh, my I don't do sex trafficking t-shirt has got a lot of questions uh, already answered by the shirt or something like that. It's like turned into a it turned into a meme. Yeah, that is basically this, but the like my Oscar Wilde didn't come inside my pink pink hole. <laughs> Has a lot of people asking questions already answered by my t-shirt. I did not have sex with Oscar Wilde. It's just printed on his shirt. And they're like, mm-hmm. so you I, didn't have sex? He's like, I did yeah, not obviously. have sex with Oscar Wilde. And all I got Duh. was this lousy t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm imagining a very like Karen from Mean Girls moment. So like, like I'm a mouse, duh. But I, I didn't fuck Oscar Wilde, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got very dark. Uh, and he started to... Not just, like, be anti-gay, but be, like, anti-gay in a way that, like, caused people, yeah. like, tangible harms, like, specific people. Like, uh, there was a lesbian who was suing a, like, literal fascist 
for libel against her. Boise testified on behalf of the fascist. Of course he did. Doing things like still fucking men and accusing his wife of being responsible for his own adultery. Uh, if anybody were to come about it, being like, well, she's classic. fucking women. That's a classic. Yeah. And would later say, Wilde was the greatest force for evil that has appeared in Europe during the last 350 years. Sure. Wow. Yeah. During the reign of Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> during the, <laughs> the height of the British Empire. Uh-huh. Remember the tyranny of Oscar Wilde, y'all? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like a fucking poet. Mm-hmm. He also said that, like Boise said that he himself had been born into this world chiefly to be the instrument, whether I would or not, of exposing and smashing wild cult and the wild myth. So he was like destined, sent by the Lord to be like, no, wild actually sucks. I'm a great writer and a heterosexual man who loves women. Loves to do stuff to the women. Just like my wife, who's not a lesbian. I love reading his column on the Daily Wire. <laughs> um, okay. The, his, <laughs> in 1920, he founded a right-wing Catholic and deeply anti-Jewish weekly magazine called Plain English. That's his Daily Wire. Plain English. Who's called it? Who's called it? <laughs> Absolutely. She called it. Plain um, English. God. Uh, this is where I get very like upset because like part there's a part of me that's like okay this poor this guy obviously internalized the homophobia around him and was like no I'm gonna be the the good reformed now definitely straight person I'm totally straight now everybody and so there's a part of me that feels really bad because I've met people yeah. like that I've met people who are like I was a bisexual and I have been cured by the light of the Lord and now I must go into the world and try to cure everybody else I've met people like that and I feel really bad for them but also fuck those people because the amount of harm they do is just so horrible and they use their story to be like if i can be cured anyone can be cured and it's just it's so if i can lie to myself anybody can it it gives me so many feelings as a queer person yeah it it brings me so many feelings as a queer person where i'm like i feel so bad for you but at the same time fuck you no (laughs) like i mentioned milo before and that's exactly how i feel about him sometimes where i'm like you are doing the worst fucking things once you externalize your internalized homophobia, it no longer becomes something I feel bad for you experiencing because you're doing more harm to other people than like harm is being done to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's one thing to be homophobic and to be gay. It's another thing to go into courts and testify on behalf of fascists yeah. to try and insti- institute yeah. legislation that like dehumanizes and removes the human rights of mm-hmm. queer people. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing to just be like I fucking hate Again, gays. It's not internalized yeah, at that it's point. It's not internalized homophobia yeah. anymore. It's Yeah. It's just fascism. And like, I don't care what kind of what yeah. kind of queer you are in that situation. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's 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 it, in the end, it, it is inexcusable. Like, there are plenty of queer people who have internalized homophobia, and they just they just internalize that forever and hurt themselves, and that's it. And they don't hurt anybody else. Drink yourself into blackout fucking coma every night, like right. the rest yeah. of us. And like, maybe don't right? like Jesus. become like a virulent anti semite. Like, like, yeah, that, that's, that's not internalized that's anything. The whole boy was a Catholic. That's not anything. No. 
That's just Europe in the late 19th, early 20th century, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, 100%. Uh, they love some anti-Semitism. They're like, yes, bitch. He believed, or at least published articles stating that the Jews had conspired mm-hmm. with Winston Churchill to murder someone named Lord <laughs> Kitchener, who I refused to Google, but I thought who might know who that was because she knows things sometimes. Sounds familiar. Lord Kitchener. Future Kalen can come in one. and give a little what's it on him, but I could, but I won't. Oh, okay. I think I'm I'm somewhat familiar with him because of the uh, Boer Wars. Um, big concentration camp guy. Oh. Oh, okay. I can't believe I almost Googled that when Hoots was just going to tell us anyway. Okay, so we're glad he's dead. Future Kalen, expand on that. Yeah. Yep. No. The thing was, Winston Churchill did not do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Of course he didn't. So now the libel was on the other foot, Henny. (laughs) And this was printed. This was in plain English, as it were. And he was finally shipped off to fucking Twink Prison where he belonged. <laughs> Twink prison. <laughs> Twink prison. <laughs> no bears allowed. <laughs> no daddies in Twink prison. No. <laughs> After prison, his mother financially supported him for the rest of her life until she died, of course. Oh my but God. She, oh, she, did, she was an ally. Yeah. <laughs> she passed away before him, which is why when... Boise died at the age of 74. He was poor as fucking dirt. And only two people came to his funeral. (laughs) Only two. (laughs) We love to hear it. We love to hear it. (sighs) I'm going to point this out. The Undertaker doesn't count. So maybe only one person. Yeah, I'm like, like, whoever needs to like dump your body into the grave, your casket into the grave, doesn't Uh count. Right. It was just like the Undertaker and the priest. And they were just like, oh, I guess it's just us. That's Boise. That's our dead little Boise. Uh, fuck Boise. Rest in fuck piss, Boise. you little brat. You little twink demon. Like, honestly, <laughs> an absolute monster. Um, when I started researching him, I found out about a podcast that's now my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the name, but it's it's just all evil gays. <laughs> it's just gay people who did terrible things. I think it's called Bad Gays. Um, and I'm, I mean, that is representation. Yeah, no, I, like, it is the only like thing that, that is like representation. That. <laughs> I was so excited excited so um <laughs> i would like to give them a little bit of credit because i wasn't sure if i was going to do it until i listened to their episode on it and i was like okay yes this is perfect there is enough here for an episode yeah. uh i didn't like obviously copy what they said but i i would like to give them a little bit of credit for that yeah for sure for the shout gays out to the bad podcast. gays they sound great the gays are bad gays shout out to bad gays <laughs> like he was a bad gay and like in every sense he really of was the word. i mean uh-huh. he literally started campaigning against yeah, people he being was, gay he was like, he's a gay, he was bad. gay yeah he was bad at being gay yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he was a little anti-semitic piece of shit yeah, yeah, just and in general, too, he was that. also that's, bad and also gay, yeah. like in an unrelated. He's a bad person. <laughs> yeah, he was just a terrible human being. Well, I'm glad he's he's dead. And uh, <laughs> fuck that guy. 
Rest in piss and piss. Rest in so much piss. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. If you leave us a review, we can read it out on the podcast. Reviews are the best way for new listeners to discover the show. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Ailey Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. Bye. Bye.